Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to a GitCon special edition episode of the Guitar Nerds podcast. I am your host, Joe Branson. Joining me today is part-time podcast host, Mary Spender. Hello. YouTube sensation, Tyler from Music Is Win, and annoyingly good guitarist, Tom Quayle. Sorry. Yeah. How is it going, everyone? Very well, thank you. Yeah. So we're here at GitCon in Germany, which I've mentioned already on um, the previous podcasts. Um, but how is it going? Mary, you first. How has your GitCon been so far? It's been very productive and a lot of fun, um, but also extremely exhausting. <laughs> yeah, so we're recording this now on day five. It is day five? Yeah. Five or five. Day five or five, which is, which is pretty good. So it has, been, uh, it has been extremely intensive, but I think everyone's got loads from it, so we're in a good place. What about you, Tom? Yeah, it's been awesome. Um, hilarious as well, actually. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, I've recorded some good content, played with Pete Thorne, which was awesome, and that was good fun. Had a jam with Mary, yeah. which was fun, and played outside and got freezing cold. <laughs> yeah, it was so good. forced you outside. I think no, that's, uh, that's what you've spent the most of your time doing, is actually being on other people's channels. Most of the time, yeah. I think I've only had four videos done for myself. Basically shilling your skills out yeah, to other people yeah. for free. No one's paid me anything. No, exactly. What about you, Tyler? How's GitCon been? Oh, it's been uh, just a, a whirlwind of motion. Yeah, I mean, emotion. You, you motion. Said, oh, motion. Not emotion. I'm, I'm an emotionless ghoul. You set yourself quite a high bar, um, listeners. If you have checked out uh, Music Is When, you'll see that Tyler uploads at a ridiculous volume, which means he's probably shot a good 10 times more videos than anyone else here. It's uh, it's fun because it forces me to do way more than I want to in the present, and then when I look fun. back on it, I'm like, man, I'm glad I did that. There you go. So you're just booking in some time off. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Cool. But um, the whole idea of GitCon is that we all get together at this Warwick and Friends factory, and there's loads of equipment here for us to check out and try out and make videos, but... Um, I guess what what sort of things for all of you have have stood out? What have you enjoyed checking out the most? Mary, you were sort of getting involved in like an eight string guitar. Really? Yes, wow. I I found 
I found an eight string and uh, I'm going to shoot a video with it a bit later. But it all stemmed from um, uh, Trey at Gear Gods uh, handing it to me and saying, <laughs> I want an exclusive. This is Mary Spender's first go playing Gent. Does he so, actually have that then? <laughs> yeah, he's got the exclusive. And do exam. you Gent? I did gent. You did gent. Yeah, I'm basically the new Pliny. You gented without a plectrum. Please tell me you only use one string. <laughs> Were there frets yeah. involved? Yeah, so no, I'm nowhere near any of those actual gent gents. But um, but what? So the eight string thing, you're going to record some stuff with that later. Is that your favourite thing that you've checked out this kitcom? Um, there have been a few other bits and bobs that have happened that have probably been very good. Are you going to divulge any of those? (laughs) (laughs) I uh, got to check out a few uh, guitars that have come with the artists who have been here. So that's been very, very cool as well. Okay. But we, the, we the famous, I'm not allowed to say what that is. No, the famous eight string is, uh, is, is the coolest thing I've found around. Okay, cool. And I have kind of, I've brought it up on, on every podcast so far just because they're so weird. But you did check out the Universum guitars as well. Yeah, I did. And I, I recorded two videos using those. Um, and I really liked them. They sound great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't wait to show those videos actually because I just used original songs, so it'll be sl- something slightly different for my channel. Did anyone use the fold-up guitar? No, no, I didn't even try it. No, I thought it was just a, a prop. You could use it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, if, if you can work out how to assemble it, I oh, I, I don't. I'm not sure they can work out how to assemble it. <laughs> Probably shouldn't um, say that, but Joe, how was your experience with uh, the fold-up guitar? Well, I'm sure actually this podcast will come out way before I'm able to somehow edit together the um, the uh, what are they called? Ult- no, I keep saying old universum. I keep saying old Masters of the universum. <laughs> Yeah, so when, when, when I checked out the, the fold-up guitar, I was like, oh, it's fine, I'll get the guy to give me a walkthrough, because it's got, like, you know, the body folds up, the neck folds up, and the headstock folds over, and you've got to wrap some Velcro around the strings so they don't go out of position. But unlike folding guitars that do that sort of thing, it doesn't have a locking nut, so the strings just come out, and then whilst you're unfolding the guitar into an assembly position... You've got to line all sorts ah, of the strings right, okay. up in yeah. that, so it's which is there's in, some skill involved. Yeah, it's kind of impossible to do. But they were, like, they were like, "Yeah, it takes ten minutes," and then they told me it takes two minutes. Yeah, yeah, I think they were getting longer throughout the day. And then sort of, <laughs> How long does it take today? Two hours. Five thousand well, yeah, exactly. minutes. This is like, like 20, a universum of time. Twenty minutes into filming the video, when the guy who designed it still hadn't unfolded it. <laughs> <laughs> but they do make really amazing guitars, actually. Yeah, to be yeah. fair, they make really like, they're, they're pretty, pretty amazing. And they're pretty unique looking. Like when you think how many guitars are out in the world, they yeah. still look. Did you like see? that tool that they've got that you can unwind from the guitar. Yes, now this is a cool It's feature. amazing, and you can adjust all the things, so like the truss rod, the nut, everything from this one tool. So what, what Tom's talking about is in uh, near the um, near the strap lock, the rear uh, strap button uh, of all of their guitars, there is a small concealed extra screw-out bit um, that has a unique tool head. Joe has one as well. 
You've got your own. <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, and then you can adjust the truss rod, which is like halfway down the neck. But the weird thing. <laughs> so bizarre. But the, the unique thing is that they've managed to stick the truss rod like in the neck. So there are still frets after the truss rod. Yep. So it's like that fret is scalloped. Which I didn't think would work, but it still works. Yeah. Um, Tyler, did you check out the universe? You can tell by my lack of contribution to this conversation <laughs> how much time I've spent over there. But the gentlemen who have run that booth area have been very active in taking pictures of me. <laughs> and I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. They were that that the the fellow who was down here was yeah. sitting in the seat. Seems like he's having the best it. time out of anyone. Yeah. yeah. I think I think you need that exposure. I think that's going to be really good for you. That's what's going to make you. Yeah, yeah. that's what's going to make oh, you well. tired from music. I need to get in touch with them. Yeah, definitely. But they did have like an acoustic that had this weird dampening bit on the headset yeah. that I was. An inbuilt mute. Yeah, an inbuilt mute and an inbuilt condenser microphone. Yep. Because it was a solid body, which. Um, yeah, I tried that one out on one of my videos. Yeah. Very cool ideas. <clears throat> so, one of the other things we've all got to do at GitCon is to actually, I think, yeah, everyone's done it, um, is uh, check in with Tor from TC, mm -hmm. and we all got to make our own tone prints, mm -hmm. um, which has been pretty bad. So, I was just wondering what everyone did with that session, because that was kind of like we had like five minutes to sort of work out what you wanted and then build it in a video with Tor. So, Mary, you go first. <laughs> well, <laughs> what did you build? Mary did like five, I think. Yeah, no, you did, I, you did loads. I did three, um, but mine were very simple because I thought about it and I was like, if I get these pedals, I actually want to be able to use my tone print right. that was tailor-made for me. So I did a reverb, uh, a tremolo, and a compressor. Um, I wanted to get round to a drive. I actually wanted to do a drive instead of the compressor, but actually... The comp will be so do you use compression? Yeah, I have it always on. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's an always You're on the person. thing. What's your compressor pedal that you choose? Uh, at the moment, it's a compressor. Oh, the orange one. Yeah. That's a good compressor. Thank you. It's very cool. It is good. I they, did a review of it. I thought it was cool. They are good. They are good. For, for an analog compressor, I think they're okay. I think they're yeah. all right. Like, I don't need too much squashiness. Yeah. I just need something that just sort of evens everything out so it's it's really useful for me and it looks awesome it yeah i really like the screen printing thing that orange have gone for on on that now series yeah. of pedals they don't yeah. even show that they're orange unless you look at the bottom mm -hmm. which right. i think is also really tasteful <clears throat> yeah it's like a five control compressor as well yeah. which is pretty unique for an for an analog yeah. it's not multi-band so yeah. no i kind of don't think about there being that many parameters that you can shift on, mm -hmm. a, on an analog compressor so yeah, you can do a lot of change yeah um but i called mine uh it's the big spender series oh, so big spender Lever, big spender tremolo big spender comp and, um but yeah and the whole thing the whole thing with the tc tone print is how because because listeners you might be thinking if you're not familiar with, it, with how the tone print works that it's just like a setting on the pedal which it is to some extent but it's not just uh it's not just the overall sound of that effect it's the parameters that that effect can deal with so you can set the sort of zero to ten you can set how extreme those are so yeah for yours because i guess you weren't trying to make the, the thing with the tc tone print is i'm like this is great if you want to do something really weird otherwise it's like well you, you could probably do it anyway without the tone print yeah, so the tremolo was the most adventurous that I got, um, and it was it was trying not to intrude too much on my percussive 
style of playing right. so otherwise it would just sound really really messy so that's I think that's the limiting thing with my style in comparison to someone like Pete Thorne whose tone print sounded incredible and he really went all out and he knows his stuff anyway so he knew exactly what he wanted whereas I'm a bit more of a beginner in that term um, but uh, yeah the tremolo was just just a little touch of something maybe for some slightly uh, uh, emptier playing if I can put it like that. Right. What, so less noty, more less soundscape noty. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Sweet. What about you, Tom? I did, I used the flashback too, and we, it wasn't anything weird, but we basically had a, uh, a digital delay with the modulation in the background, but he used this weird thing where he has, instead of having chorus, he had vibrato in the background, and he tried to explain it to me, and he was doing all these weird hand movements, and I didn't get what he was saying, but it sounded amazing. Uh, I think the idea was that the two... Like the signal, you had one that was, what was he saying? It was something to do with the pitch shifting as opposed to another kind of modulation. Uh-huh. Like I'm making myself sound like an idiot. You called it a warble. A warble. When I, when I was checking out that pedal. You, you mean said you it, did the same thing? No, I didn't even, okay. I didn't do that one. I just wanted to try that pedal. Okay. He so, said it warbles. Yeah. And he said it in his accent. And oh, right. So I was like, What? It, it warbles. It warbles. I mean, I'm sure everyone, everyone listening is familiar with Tor from TC. If if you're not, he's a legend. He's, yeah, he's the guy who does like all the official TC videos. Um, and he's just uh, this ludicrously sort of Jesus, good-looking. You call him Pedal Jesus. Yeah, he, he is a beautiful man. He's also, Even I can appreciate that. He's he's also about seven foot tall, which yeah. I, I wasn't. Really yeah, when you first when you first <laughs> met him, and I was stood. <laughs> the height difference between the two of you. Well, between me between me and him is funny, but between you and right. it was, it not was great. Short as Mark Packham. <laughs> Got to get that Little one. Little dig. There we go. There we go. Go in. What about you, Tyler? What'd you make? Uh, my favorite one was from the Seven Up pedal, uh-huh. and. It sounded like an ancient organ underneath a medieval castle in the 16th century. Was uh, that what you said to him? That's what I want. I want a, a Well, I started off looking, because it's an octave pedal, and so I started off looking for some kind of, you know, start with a, aim towards a Hendrixy sound that's more modern. But then he started, he got his computer out, and that's where they make the tone prints, and you plug the pedal into the computer, USB, and I don't know, things started changing. And he's like, what about this and this? And then all of a sudden I hit just a D major triad, and it was like I was playing an organ, and it was like, and then my head shot up, and and I felt like the Phantom of the Opera, like, and so I called that tone print Phantom. And you can find it under the Music is Wind did, artist. Did uh, did you make anything actually usable? Or? That is very usable. Right, okay. But uh, I also did. What is the new pedal that they have? The harmonizer. Uh, the, Do you yeah, remember I its can't name? Remember no, the I can't either. Name. It's okay. a good name. It's a it's a very good name. I'm angry. I don't remember it. But uh, that one I, I called. Oh yes, uh, that's the tone print name. And the reason I called it that was because when you do this slide from you know, flat seven to one, it goes, oh, yes. No way. Yeah. Seriously? It, it, it's, uh, it doesn't actually say, it's not like a vocoder, but it almost is. And try it on, if you ever get this pedal, the 10th fret of the low E string to slide up to the 12th fret, it'll say, oh, yes. And 
highly wow. encourage you to try that. Amazing. And um, then I did some normal one with the phaser. I don't I'm really digging the mash thing that's on those new so ones. So the mash thing is it's pretty great. cool. Um, so, uh, so listeners, the mash feature on the new TC pedals is something they've introduced across the range now on all the current iterations of the, the normal TC pedals, not the cheap Behringer ones. Um, but the idea of the mash function is that uh, it's uh, your your foot switch, your on-off foot switch, doubles up now as a, a pressure sensitive yeah. expression thing. Yeah, exactly. I wish I'd use that. Which I did. is pretty cool. I used oh, it. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah I used it. Yeah, yeah that's good. Did you that, use that? I used that. That was cool with the harm, the um, harmonizer. Well, you assigned that to something. Yes, that's part of it. Yeah, oh that's yes, cool. that's oh, actually oh, yes. something to be aware of because the if you make a tone print on a flashback two. You need a flashback too to be able to use that tone print. They're ah, not compatible with each other. Right. But the cool thing about it is you can map that mash to as many parameters as you want, I think. I don't think there's a limit. Yeah. So I had it mapped to the high pass, no, the low pass filter and the amount of modulation. That's pretty cool. So you could hold it, you could play a chord and have this amazing wash behind. And then if you wanted to play a lead line, you can bring it down. Bring it down and it would take out a load of the high end and the actual modulation, but the delay amount is still the same but you, you don't get as much wash behind you, which was really cool. That's totally cool. And that's actually cooler than having an expression pedal because you just literally just stand on the pedal. Well, that, that's kind of it. This is actually, this isn't new, this match, MASH feature. And we've spoken about it on the podcast before. There's a, a UK company called Ranger Effects. Oh. And um, uh, they make, uh, attached to a mini jack output on all their pedals, there's a pressure-sensitive button um, right. That you can that you can get the the guy from Ranger Effects actually made for his mate who plays guitar who's in a wheelchair and uh, it was so <coughs> he excuse could, me he could control the pressure sensitive element of his effects with his mouth and so that and he started producing those because you can use it with your foot as well but it's, I think it's I think I might actually be wrong here because I think the Igor or Igor is maybe. Um, Light sensitive. Oh, well. okay. Possibly so. I might be wrong, but um, I'm sure I will be corrected. Um, but yeah, they were totally cool. I think kind of for the TC stuff, um, for me, I didn't realise how good the tone print feature was. I think when tone print came out, it was something that was available on like their um, their BG series bass amps. I kind of just oh, yeah. thought. I was just thought this is this is a selling feature for beginners. Like this is not something to be interested or care about. And despite buying TC pedals, it would never. Be, I'd never look at tone prints because it's just you know a way to get kids in. But actually sitting down and getting to go through and make the effects. I've always associated it with uh, <clears throat> the fact that it's in analog pedals. I've always associated it with the multi-effects like a line six pod xt or yeah, something yeah. and i'm just like eh that's not for me yeah and but trying it in person is like whoa i'm gonna there's a john petrucci patch that he made yeah. i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna try that out so i always wondered cool. this i hope this isn't too controversial but i always wondered whether all of those pedals are exactly the same on the inside and oh. then tor goes in and he's like this is going to be a delay well this is this is it it's certainly the case with <clears> the um with the Eventide H9s, H9. H9, they, they're all exactly the same exactly. on the inside, and they just unlock different parameters. There's a price wall for yeah. your... Yeah. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, uh, potentially that's the case. Which is fine. I just, you know, just intriguing. Yeah. 
can I actually tell you about a business plan that I had about four years ago where I decided <laughs> that I was, no, maybe what even longer, this? five years ago. I wanted, because I was so intimidated by pedals and I didn't like uh, some of the things I had at the time. So I was like, I'm going to make um, a thing that you can just like download an app with. And I had, the, I, it had probably been done, but I wasn't aware of it. So I was there being like, yes, I'm going to, and then I realised how difficult it was to actually sort that out to do what so so it would have a screen so it would just be one pedal and then you could just have download the pedal that you want download the pedal that you want but it's been done. It's been done like a hundred yeah, like times Zytone now. Yeah, like Zytone or somebody, or Ho- Hotone exactly. or something? Uh, not Hotone, yeah. You're Wait, so of... yeah, it must be five, five, six years X5. ago. X5. Yeah. That's yeah. the one. Um, but also my favourite my favorite iteration of that was Digitech, mm. who released a multi-effect yes. pedal board that you, could... yeah, yeah. That, that, that you had to slot in your iPad. Yes, yes, that's it. <laughs> and the iPad iPad would then display the effects that you've chosen you can download from their free thing. But it was made with the old... What, what is it, 13 pin? Oh, oh yeah, not the lightning one. It and it, it came out at the end of, oh, that, no. of that series. I, I remember the, the shop I worked for, Gap, we, had, we ended up with stockpiles of these completely useless technology. Technology is cruel. Yeah. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Yeah, exactly. But um, back to kind of guitars that we've been checking out. Because this isn't this isn't Nam. This is just like some stuff. So there have been a few companies that have brought stuff, but we're not necessarily seeing new stuff. We got to see the new TC um, uh, harmonizer, and uh, they also brought that weird prototype of the the Juno chorus as a yes, as a yeah, the one with two two buttons on. Yeah, which was pretty cool. But kind of other than that, there's not a lot of new stuff. No one's doing Gitcon product the releases. Ibanez, the Joe Satriani. Oh yeah, it's, it's almost as if you've seen the notes that I have in front <laughs> of me on the screen. <laughs> I haven't that's seen where, them. That's exactly yeah. where I'm segueing to. Well, I only realised it was new because Philip McKnight told me after I'd made a video using it, he was like, "Oh yeah, that was only shipped out last week. Yeah. That's brand new." So yeah. that was cool. I think Pixie Looks actually wants to buy that. That's yeah. an expensive. Guitar, though. I want to buy that. It looks great. They, I love it. Mary has matching not, lipstick. They what do she did yesterday. They look good. They are awful <laughs> looking guitars. Really? I think they look great. 
no. it's like a car it's brilliant exactly it doesn't look like a guitar now I'm not into all these like rounded edges oh I love it oh, I it like looks it. great yeah, I thought fine. it was nice and soft and cool and, and the Sustainiac that's oh where I was leaving God. yes that was the only reason I actually wanted to talk about this guitar which I think is an absolute pile of crap but, <laughs> um, but it has a feature that is, is appearing more and more which is Sustainiac pickups are starting to become relatively commonplace um, yeah, is that why I've heard lots of people Ebo. like sounding like a flock of birds during the show? Is that what it is? <laughs> it's, it's bizarre. Yeah. So have you have you had much interaction with a sustainer? I've played a sustainer once. And I have a friend, a guy called Dave Bronze, that I do a live stream with, and he's always had sustainer acts in his guitar. Right. And it's like for me, it's like having an Ebo that you don't have to hold on to. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Which That's is it. which is cool. It's, it's really cool. It's really cool. I, I it's probably really fun. compatible with my technique actually because you can just hold like the sustainer now and just wiggle your left hand. Yeah, yeah. You don't even, you don't need a right hand. No, I I sounded absolutely terrible. So for for <laughs> for the video that I've done, I've barely used the sustainer and just done like a using the uh, the floating bridge. Um, making some cool instrumental thing, but then I turned on the sustaining and I was like, this, this is going to have to be outtake land because so how, I, I just went, I was like, it was just getting so loud and outrageous. How do you turn it on then? Is you pull something you up? You just say, yeah, it's a pull switch. Pull pop? A pull pop. So it functions as a normal push pull. Push pull. It functions as a normal pickup as well. Isn't it push? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's push push. Push push. It's Which push, is better right, than push right. pull because it's. But like is pull pull a thing? Is that a thing? Push yeah, pull's yeah. a thing. Push pull. Push pull. Push pull is the one that's normally on stuff, but push, push. pull. So you pull it up good. to turn it on, push it down to turn it off. Whereas yeah. the push push, you go. But where did I get pop from? Well, it's yeah, a pop. It's a pop. Yeah. Right. What, okay. What do you have on your Vigier? Because you can coil tap your Vigier. So how does that coil tap? Yeah, it's just a five way switch. Oh, so yeah, positions two and four coil tap. Yeah. 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 Um, I wish I, I want I want uh, a push push maybe or maybe push 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 is cool push, 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 push push they break more easily right okay so I want a push pull I want a push pull mm, push pulls aren't good though oh so I, which one's the best one well push push I think I agree but they do break yeah they're better functionally right. but they break easier push but if I'm kind to it clunky. I'm like quite a kind I'm not going to like just rip it out the show um, I want that to turn on my a little thunder pickup rather than the, the finger switch. Oh, so we've spoken about this on the podcast yeah. before. Oh, but, sorry. I'll tell you but, about no, it. No, 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 no. But but explain briefly the little thunder because I think it's it's a cool thing. So I've got a Vigier Indus which has two humbuckers. Mm. Removed the uh, neck humbucker and replaced it with a little thunder and the jack input. So you have a stereo XY cable and it goes out to a bass amp and a guitar amp. <sighs> But it's a normal guitar, six string, uh, but it, you can switch between this, the two lowest or three lowest strings and it gives off a bass signal with, yeah. with slight latency, but it's pretty damn convincing that, in a live Was setting. that not a Kickstarter thing? It yes, was a it was. Thing, yeah. and did it, you fund it? No, I didn't. I, I, I only met Andy at 2015 NAMM and okay. I'd seen the Kickstarter in 2014, but I, I think I was only really aware of it after it had finished right, and once okay. it had reached its goal. So... Um, yeah, cool. uh, Andy is now a friend, and I've got that guitar, which uh, Patrice Vigier very kindly put into one of his beauties, which he doesn't usually do. So, so Mary has her own custom yeah. Vigier one-off. Yeah, but it's um, a USB charge, so you don't have to worry about batteries or anything. You just nice. plug, you plug in your guitar to the wall, and then it, it's just incredible. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of customizations on guitars... What are you playing at the moment, Tom Quell? What am I playing? Yeah. At the moment I'm playing Fibonari. With just a bridge humbucker, is that right? 
No, actually. Um, none of those guitars, some of them do have just a bridge. You might have seen videos with right, yeah. me playing a guitar. That's, just, that's not my guitar, though. Mine are, I've got like eight of them, and they've all got different configurations, and they're all amazing, all beautiful guitars. They, they, it's a little bit like Universum. They produce very unique guitars. Um, I don't know if it's like an Eastern European thing. I don't know. But um, they do one called the Erotic, which is absolutely mental. Great. I won't describe it, because if I do, there's only one adjective that I can use. Okay. It's like a simile. Yeah, basically. Yeah, so you're best off typing in Fibonari Erotic. Fibonari, by the way, it's like F-I-B-E-N-E-R-E. Fibonari. So check it out. Type in Fibonari Erotic. Don't type in just Erotic. You you know. Well, keep you your can bra- you keep your browser. Well, of course you can. Yeah. Keep your browser history clean. Um, but Fibonari Erotic, check it out. It's crazy. The cool thing about it though is because, like Mary's described, like there's a sexual object that is protruding from each of the horns. The upper fret access is nuts. There are 24 fret guitars, and you can go all the way up there, and there's like no restrictions at all. It's very cool. It basically looks like something Prince would play. Right. Cool. So, what sort of customizations do you have between each one? Explain. Yeah, each explain. Each guitar. Yeah, explain what you mean. For ages. <laughs> uh, well, no, just in terms of the configuration. So, some of them, there'll be different woods and different pickups. So, some of them have got, they do insane poplar bell tops, or they'll do, like, I've got a pink one that looks like Magneto's helmet. Okay. Which is a terrible description for a guitar that's got a sexual kind of look to it, Magneto's helmet. But, yeah, I've got uh, a pink kind of metallic pink crazy one. I've got a gold top that's got a a poplar bell on it, this transparent gold. That was an amazing kind of setup that they did. Some ash body ones, some mahogany body ones. I have some strat style ones that have uh, three single coils or like humbucker single single. So that kind of thing, you know, not like crazy customization. And they all have my logo on the 12th fret, which is quite nice. Yeah. Very cool. Really swag. Yeah. What about you, Tyler? Rocking the PRS? I am. That's pretty much, I have a, a satin Fender Strat though. That gets a lot of play, and that's just—I uh, don't know. What's your PRS? Oh, you've got a few. You've got loads. My uh, my my main girl is called Baby, and she is an emerald green ten top SC two forty five with vintage style pickups. I have never changed pickups on a guitar. I pick up the guitar. No, I don't think I have. I pick up the guitar. And I play it, and it's really about the feel of the guitar. I usually get the sound dialed in from effects and things like that. Never been dependent on pickups to how achieve does, things. Um, how does Bethany feel about Baby? <sighs> She's expressed disinterest. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, no jealousy, she, she actually she understands that a man can have two relationships if one of the relationships is with a foreign object. And we'll leave that there. <laughs> so what led you to play PRS? How come you ended up playing PRS? Uh, I, I've owned Gibson, Les Paul. I've owned Fender Strats, Fender Tellies. And I was always incomplete until I found... First I got a PRS Custom 24, but it had a bad setup and I wasn't good at guitar. And so I thought that the guitar was bad, but I didn't know how to fix it. But I liked the way they looked. And then when I actually learned how to play the guitar, I got an SC245, which is the one I mentioned. And I didn't uh, feel scared to play notes. Whereas when I play a Gibson or play a Fender or something, I would always feel like in a band setting, I'd be like, 
I think I'm going to mess up. But I never felt like that when I played my PRS. Comfort factor. Yeah, mm. so I just feel comfortable with them. Fair. The SC245, is that the one that's got... It's a weird scale length, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It, 24 and a half. And it matches like... Because didn't... This is super geeky, but didn't Gibson do that scale length for a while in Les Pauls? Was that the idea when they were well, matching? Well, there was a... Uh, apparently there was some lawsuit that was thrown out. Um, but the thing... The difference is this: the SC245 is much more streamlined than a Les Paul. Les Paul is, is kind of... You can't sit down with a Les Paul. No. That was always my problem with them. And... The tuning issues aside, every guitar is no guitar is truly in tune, but um, yeah, the, they're two completely different guitars for sure. So, um, the other element of GitCon, other than us being here in the day, is in the evenings we pop across the road to this pretty weird sort of it's pretty spectacular Warwick for venue. being out here. I mean, that is pretty cool. Warwick and, the Warwick and Framers Factory has a venue in on site. What do they do here other than GitCon that is happening for the first time ever? Uh, they do they do base what camp. do they call it? They base, do camp. base camp. They do guitar which is camp huge. Well. Base camp. But they massive. do all the tours. You know, all the people wandering around. They have yeah. board meetings. Yeah, there were two guys that turned up from Argentina today to do a tour. They must do like. Yeah. I don't know, maybe you can pay to go around. So this is just a tourist attraction yeah, that runs this entire town. Which is really weird because th- there is nothing in this town. No. Like, is everybody who's staying night. in our help hotel coming to see this place? I don't think so. No. no. I think it's yeah. sort of business. There, there were well. many uh, 70-year-old men and women getting on the bus this morning. I well, don't think they were coming here. No. There um, are some no, mud no, baths no. or something like that at <laughs> our hotel, aren't there? I think it's a salt pool. I don't know how to see a bunch of 70 year olds in a mud bath. Oh my god. Yeah, that would no, be they're, good. They're, it would they're definitely up. are. They definitely are because there are pictures of old women covered in mud. <laughs> and you found them. <laughs> <them. laughs> I, I don't know how I missed those, but. They're definitely, I think there were. Oh. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, there, oh. there, is, there is literally nothing here. But yes, um, at the, uh, here at the Warwick Factory, there is uh, an, a built-in venue. So we've been heading down there and um, there Live are, streaming. yeah, there are, there are, there's food, I guess you could call it that. And then, uh, and then there is the, uh, the live stream, uh, which is, um, uh, it's Q&As on a different topic each night. So, um, so I've shared it a bit on the Facebook forum, so I'm sure some of you guys listening have uh, tuned in to see what they are. But, you know, we've been doing those, and then there's been performances, and I think all three of you have got a chance to get up on stage. Mm-hmm. Tyler and Tom, you got to perform together as well. Yeah, it was a slightly weird experience, not because of Tyler. Um, I'd like to point out but just that whole thing of getting up on stage and plugging straight into a JCM this is gear related so I guess this is quite good so uh, plugging straight into a JCM 800 with a guitar you've never played before um, yeah. no pedals no no comfort nothing at all yeah. and then having Phil X on stage with you as well <laughs> so, never, never before so have I felt fail, like a bigger yeah. loser Oh. You know, I, I don't mean I don't mean it. I don't mean it. But just like you know, it was it was still good fun. But um, you yeah. can't. It was fun, but it wasn't. It wasn't like if we could have planned any type of thing with that, it would have been a little bit more fun. But even was, just having a delay pedal would have made yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that that was pretty pretty tough. I, I mean, mean, I guess Warwick and Freemus don't make any effects. So whilst there were no, plenty of amps, there's plenty of well, yeah. the, the good thing though it, with this GitCon, I think is. 
how many things that are obvious improvements that'll make the show it's very yeah. simple improvements that'll yeah. make the show so much better the core yeah. idea is, yeah. is working which really is already hard. it's already been booked for next year they yeah. Yeah. shout yeah, out a date October October yeah I think that's pretty that's pretty cool but that's yeah really I guess so for you guys it was pretty tough but Mary I think you had a much better time of it than <laughs> everyone else maybe because you can do that you can just plug straight in and play I was also lucky because Dan from that pedal show had his pedal board on stage already <gasps> and I then got handed mix strat which had 11s on it quite high action which yeah. I love and right. works for me um, and Dan was then adjusting my delay and like could, my pedal what? so I couldn't have had so you had a roadie and we had, I had a roadie. we were like it was our first gig expert. at the open mic night yeah so but I was also sort of blind to what I was really doing once I got up on stage after kicking Phil X off the stage you, I didn't realise how it's pretty spectacular uh, you actually did what kick I'd, Phil X off stage I did because I, I wouldn't have been able to do my songs with him in, in, in that scenario on a live stream like it was I would have I would have loved to have him solo over something but at the time I was just too intimidated to like even try that yeah, so sure. having someone that thought, rock in front of you on stage is just you can't yeah nothing, I couldn't I do. couldn't compete so I, no. I just said I said alright boys get off the stage <laughs> <laughs> and they all did they all looked at me like oh you're serious I was like yeah um, and then I was uh, joined by Dan and Mick and we did three part harmonies for the two awesome. songs and that was really nice yeah, was but great. funnily enough uh, for the live stream Mick just uh, he told me yesterday that his microphone was on in the venue but wasn't on during the live stream so it's only really two part harmony uh, <laughs> between me and Dan <laughs> so Mick's just there miming right, um, I think though so sadly. there's actually been the cool thing about GitCon as well is that it's not the playing it's not just been about that live stream event at the end I've had some really cool jams just literally just walking around because there's yeah. guitars everywhere I had an awesome yeah. jam in Mary Thank that was good you. fun that was a lot of fun yeah you did a little acoustic thing yeah it, it has been pretty good what about you Tyler jams wise who have you, who have you hooked up with you did a thing uh, with Pete Thornton yeah I jammed with Pete and uh, that was an education it's, it's been a it's been a great uh, humbling experience to be with these people uh I played a little bit with Tom on stage. That was awesome. Got to play. Well, I'm going to play with Phil X this afternoon, so I have about two hours to really learn how to play guitar before that happens. <laughs> I, why, I, why I are you doing this? <laughs> I jammed with Phil and, and on his guitar. Yeah, I'm so gonna, asked to play his guitar. That's as well. pretty cool. I'm it's basically cool. gonna try and have as much fun as humanly possible in that hour. Try and get him to make. My my idea is to. Uh, have as many guitar noises as possible. <laughs> different, different, different noises. So, how many different noises can you make? Different guitar techniques. You need your uh, tone print. I know that would be cool. I'm bringing that in there. So, Framus are uh, obviously Felix has a signature Framus, and Framus are a guitar brand that I, I I don't think we've ever talked about on Guitar Nerds, mm. and they're they're a brand a brand whilst associated with Warwick. That haven't really, they haven't really had any UK impact. I don't know what their impact is like. States, I didn't so. know they existed. Oh wow! Yeah, exactly. But um, I knew about Warwick. But Warwick. There you go. Exactly. Well, Warwick. But uh, but the the Philex signature model is actually cracking. It's like a really good oh, looking guitar. Yeah, it's really good looking. And I, I think for, for kind of for me, a lot of the Framer stuff, I'm I'm not really into because it's a bit 
over the top. It's over the top like Warwick bases are. It's exactly the company you, you would think to sort of associate with Warwick. But um, the Philex is like a dead simple single humbucker. It's kind of a cross between a Strat and an SG, like mm. body shape wise, but contoured and um, bound as well. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, cool. the thing with Framus that I found because I've, I've been aware of Framus for ages because they have a couple of jazz guitars that are really, really, really nice. So a long time ago, I had a couple of mates when I was doing my jazz degree that had, had Framuses, and I had a couple of students as well that had them. The thing for me with them is the necks are massive on them generally. Is that good for you or bad for you? No, it's bad for me. Right. I don't. I mean, I'm not like a super skinny neck guy, but they're really, really big. If you pick one of the guitars up, just the average Framus guitarist guy huge knack on it they're really really amazingly well made mm -hmm. they make gorgeous guitars and they sound great and they play great but you've got massive I don't know like the guy who owns the company must have huge hands or something yeah I mean that's something that comes across in their bases as well the right. necks are quite chunky on Warwick bases I guess so I, I suppose that's something okay. across the board but yeah uh, I think they've been totally cool I don't know what the Phil X one is called I think the, it's just a Phil X. No, it's like the XG. Oh, is yeah, it? That's right. oh, yeah, that's right. No, that's right. It's the, the XG. XG. Yeah. That's, so that's, it's close, isn't yeah. it? And but, the pickup's got a weird name as well. Oh, because it's a pickup designed for him as well, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Oh, what was it? Arcane? Arcane pickups? Yeah? I don't yeah. know. I can't remember. Uh, that's the company. I don't know what their names are. Ah. He has another um, like thing with X in it for the name of the pickup, I think. X is such a sick letter. Yeah, especially, yeah, that's a surname. Um, um, but I, I think the interesting thing about Framus, because I've been aware of them because of Devin Townsend's guitar, uh, of course. Um, and seeing that in person and the light-up LEDs and the just ridiculousness of it, I think that's pretty cool for artists like Devin to, or, you know, Phil to be able to fully just have creative control. Unlike, yeah. you know, like, think of all the signature strats in the world. There's only so much you can do. Whereas here, it feels like the possibilities are endless. Yeah, and definitely. that's why I think it would be exciting to even, you know, be able to start creating a signature just from scratch. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly what you want. Yeah, I've been really, really impressed with the Framus and Warwick Factory. Uh, I think that, that kind of summarizes it best. There, there just seems to be such a lot. Even like the guitars that are on the wall here, they're, they're so outlandish. Some of them great, some of them just terrible. But like <laughs> the fact that there's that limitless aspect to the company is super cool. Um, we should probably... This, uh, that's about time. So we will wrap this podcast up. But um, thank you very much, Mary, Tom and Tyler, for coming on the Guitar Nerds podcast. Um, thanks how, for having us Jim. yeah no problem no problem <laughs> See, it's my first podcast ever that's cool yeah, it is. Is so sign offs I'm I'm terrible at because it's it's Mark Packham's job so I'm not very good at sign offs but um, but Tyler how can people find you uh, you can go to musiciswin.com there you go everything you want is there Tom Quayle you just said it, tomcoyle.co.uk, because I'm from the UK. We don't ah. do dot, or we do do com, but mine's .co.uk. Mary Spender, did you go for a dot com? Of course, yeah, universal. Uh, MarySpender.com, or find me on YouTube. Yeah. Perfect. So thanks very much for tuning in, gang. If you want to get involved in the Guitar Nerds discussion, head over to the Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Guitar Nerds Forum. You can follow us on Instagram at Guitar Nerds and Twitter at, at Guitar Nerds. Or go to YouTube. Where I think it's also Guitar Nerds. I'm not sure. Maybe it's Guitar Nerds videos there. I think that's what Mark says. Um, thanks very much for tuning in to another GitCon special. Bye. 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 Bye.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.